This is for the players. I'm Ryan Betson. I'm Josh Saunders. And this is for the players, the pop culture PlayStation podcast of 40 years of playing PlayStation 8. Plus years in that games media combined. I'd like to thank you for joining us in this PlayStation conversation. This PlayStation conversation... Oh, it's phlegm. This PlayStation conversation happens every <laughs> Monday morning at 9am Australian Eastern Standard Time on YouTube and 8am on iTunes, Spotify and other podcast services. If you'd like to be a part of future conversations, please join us on Facebook, Discord, comment below. If you're feeling generous, join us on Patreon at patreon.com slash popcultures. Head over there, check out the tears. There might be something there that interests you. That's what I love. If we were younger men, we'd be like, fuck it, let's reshoot it. Yeah, Not anymore. Not anymore. <laughs> <laughs> if you do support us on Patreon, you can watch us record this show live uh, whenever we do it. Uh, <laughs> if you want to show support for pop cultures on your body head to popcultures.com slash shopping buy shirts like not this one not that one uh, Max spilt coke on your sauce in the wash <laughs> uh-huh. uh, we were playing Sekiro in here and he went ah, dum, ah fuck, and it landed directly on your shirt upside down <laughs> it was great the carpet was fine yeah, yeah well you are that's why that's why <laughs> the I leave carpet it was brilliant yeah. not, not a single drop on the carpet but that shirt fucked <laughs> I didn't pay for it, so that's right. true. Um, we are, yeah, we are on Twitch, twitch.tv slash the pop culture, so we can watch us play games like Sekiro and other assorted thingies. So, today, just a disclaimer Ryan just got up because I got here an hour early because I got lots of shit to do today. Yeah, boy. And I'm very, very sick. Pound, so, pound so, yeah, we may have an interesting, hard spoken episode today. <laughs> It'll kick in. It'll kick in at some point. When I'm speaking, the phlegm <clears throat> just sits. But that's okay. That's okay. But yeah, the show, the show must go on. It, that's true. It, it has to happen. We've got tens of listeners to entertain. Tens. Mm-hmm. And we appreciate every single one of you. That's right. Um, how's your week been, man? Like this is was last week of being boss man. Yes. Handed everything back over on Friday. Mm-hmm. Felt good. No more phones. It's it's good. See, the only concern is. Because like, we were going to record yesterday, and you're like, I want a day. I'm like, you know what? You deserve like, a day. I need a fucking day. Like, you deserve a day, my friend. Plus, yesterday was much, much worse than I yeah. did today. So I was like, that, you know, you can do it. So how are you going to do... How, well, how are you going to go when you do become official boss man? This That's like 10 years in the future, man. Oh, really? I was like, around a corner. No, I'm still a first-year apprentice. <laughs> yeah, I don't know how this works. No, that's never... <laughs> I have no idea how this works. I'll get fully qualified... And then I guess whenever Dad's like, "Okay, I'm fucking done with this," because yeah. that's all he's. This is what he's done for forty years. Yeah, it's been his only career, a refrigeration mechanic. So, yeah. But no, I think I think the ETA <coughs> about a decade. Okay, that's you not know, so bad. Five, five, four years as an apprentice, five-ish years been doing the day to day. You know, getting really getting my head around it. But that's much, much later. Don't worry about that. That's much, much later. It's almost like, man... You, we will be in our 40s. Yeah, okay. Prob- I, I will be. You probably won't be. Yeah, no, in a decade I'll be 40. I've been 30 this year, dude. Yeah. Yeah. You'll just scrape in. I'll be just, just get in yeah. there. Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah, so was, it, was it a good good time as boss man? No. <laughs> <laughs> no, nah, it's just a lot. There's more to it than you kind of think mm. on, on surface level. And also because there was only me and our actual licensed Fridgy guy. Well, fridgy, like, the Fridgy boys. The Fridgy boys. Yeah. Um, 
<laughs> I'm trying to book jobs and it's like, well, you know, you need, need to go to Winchelsea, which yep. is 40 minutes that way. Mm. But then someone needs you in fucking Port Arlington, which is 40 minutes in the other way, which means you can only book in so many jobs because of all that travel time. Yeah, so you have to... Because normally it'd be like, he kind of goes one area and dad will cover the other area. Mm. But with only one, obviously... He's did, you, go did you then just sort of plan it out like well you got well I've got three bookings today and we're gonna do them in this order because of yeah, yeah, this yeah. distance. Yeah. Yeah. But there's also just a lot of shit I don't know. So people call me like, I don't I don't know. I can't help you. I'll add that to the list of like, shit. hi, um, can I please get a you know, uh... <laughs> I'd like to make a payment. Because uh... <laughs> I hadn't used the FOS machine before. I'm like, oh, I'll just I'll charge myself one cent first just to make sure. But no, it's all good. It's all done. Uh, it was that's, what the thousand, that's what like, you mentioned that your parents gave you a bit of extra coin for the two weeks. Like that yeah. was not, that wasn't a bonus. That was the money you kept charging yourself by accident yeah. on yeah. the FOS machine. Yeah. It's just, yeah. <laughs> like, look, we've noticed about a lot of funds coming from your bank account. Mm. Here it's back. Yeah. <laughs> thank you so much. I didn't want to say anything, but thank you so much. <laughs> but no, it was good. It, you know, the more I do it, the easier it gets. Yeah, so. certainly true. But yeah, I think I got so stressed that my immune system just like, you know what, fuck this. Yeah, it does that. It does that. And yeah, the better part of this week, I've been pretty shitty. So. Lucky you haven't been out and about, you've been in office. Yes. Yes. Not too bad. Mm. But yeah, no, my week's been kind of meh. 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 It's been a week. Yeah. Yeah. Apart from that, right? I haven't been playing anything. I played lots. Who would you play? Lots of one game. Oh, yeah. The Division 2. Oh. It's a masterpiece. <laughs> the game is a masterpiece. I love that we went from like, this game's a bag of dicks, and we both <laughs> playing like, this game's really good. But, uh, from, what I, from what I've seen, a lot of people kind of feel the same way, is that the beta just for some reason just didn't seem right. Yeah. Didn't feel right. Like something just wasn't clicking for a lot of people. A lot of big reviewers have said that too, and I'm in the same boat. Um, especially skill up. I watched his put video out a 52 actually. Minute fucking review, brand. part one. He's he, a fellow Aussie yeah. and a staggeringly better content creator oh. than us. <laughs> uh, he is brilliant. Yeah, um, but he said the same thing. The beta, he was like, mm. but the actual game itself is a must. It really sets the bar mm. for these kinds of games that come out. No server issues. You know, no mass disconnects. Yep. You know, no, nothing like that. Um, and like there's I, just there's content for days. There is so much to do. What I love though is like in the beta, I did have connectivity issues. Mm. Since playing the full game, so none. Yeah. So they literally did what the beta test was for. Test server loads. All right, cool. You can improve all of it. Yeah. Done. Okay. And, and on launch, not a hiccup. Yeah. And apparently the same for PC. Apparently it was running very unoptimized mm. in the beta. Um, really bad frame rate and stuff. But now it's smooth as butter. Um. And yeah, there's content for days. Yeah. There's end game content for days. I'm in the end game now. I'm in world tier three. Oh, it's essentially you you finish, <coughs> you get to level thirty and finish all the main missions mm -hmm. and the strongholds. The strongholds are like end game dungeons. There's three, one for each faction, where you kind of take down that faction seat of power. Yeah. Like the hyenas have Roosevelt Island. That's no, no. The outcasts have Roosevelt Island. That's their seat of power. The true sons have the Capitol building. That's their seat of power. You do all that, and then your world tier goes up, which means everything gets harder, but you get higher gear score level gear. And then the Black Tusk invades, and all the it, it, there's something surreal about all the work you've done on the map. Everything's green, the control points, and then after you beat the game, this isn't really spoilers because it's 
they there's no story there's no story it's not story spoilers but it was also revealed like in the trailer like the black tusks come and fuck everything up after you're yeah. done watching the map <coughs> all turn red again and you're like mm. you motherfuckers like all that work you motherfuckers so yeah they invade all, and all the main missions change the same settings but the black tusk are there doing something different and all the voiceovers change to accommodate that but it is, the missions play out different a bit differently as mm. well I had one moment same skill up mentioned this as well in his review I'm like okay so I know the boss is going to spawn there kicks the door <laughs> with the sledgehammer guy's like hey <laughs> <laughs> like, oh okay he comes from there now hey man but yeah so you do that and then you do a couple missions and do a, an invaded stronghold and your world tier goes up again same kind of thing everything's harder but your gear, the gear drops is better because when you hit level 30 the gear doesn't have levels it has a gear score mm-hmm. and that goes up to world tier 4 at the moment so I'm in world tier 3 Almost ready to go to World Tier 4. So I'm in the end game, and there's just there's heaps to do. I'm like not even close to even scratching anything. I'm also level 40 in the Dark Zone. I've spent a lot of time in the Dark Zone. How's the Dark Zone feel compared to the old Dark Zone? Different. Mm-hmm. It doesn't quite have that same... Anxiety? Anxiety-inducing kind of thing, but I think that'll change. I've noticed actually yesterday, probably more than ever, that as more people are getting to max level and all that the PvP's happening a fair bit more. Mm. Whereas previously, I'd see two or three other people and we'd all just kind of cruise together, take down landmarks, help extract each other's gear and all that stuff. But now I've noticed people, now that people have played and they're out of that, you know, I have to get to max level, thing, now they're like, all right, let's have some fun with this PvP mm. and rogue stuff. So it is kind of changing a little bit as well. Um, I like how the three different Dark Zones are contained. They have a very different feel mm. to them. Um, dark Zone East is kind of very open. South is very closed quarters, a lot of indoor corridors and all that. And West is a bit more kind of an amalgamation of both. They all have a very different feel to them. And I'd, I'd just go between them, <coughs> do stuff. Um, it's great. There is so much to do and it's just gorgeous. Mm. It is a gorgeous game. And the attention to detail in the world, just like walking the street and just noticing just everything from like the trash bags that are there, like everything makes sense, but it's so densely packed. Yeah, that's where the, the one big thing that I noticed, because I I, I've been playing more of it, I did stream it on Wednesday, mm. um, is that in terms of how it's laid out on the street, like the, the, there's so much more density to mm. everything. And I remember Division <coughs> 1 being like that. But See, look, uh, looking yeah, back at the New York now, not, I'm like, it looks really bare yeah. in comparison to how DC looks. Like I remember, but yes, yeah, I remember being so like overflowing and, just, and like, but it was really, it was really open except for the streets that it wants you to push down a certain way. Yeah. It was just open and snow. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> this game is much better. Like it, I feel it plays better mm-hmm. too. I don't know. I can't really explain it because I didn't spend a lot of time with Division One. But I feel that I'm, I'm I'm forced to play more tactically. Yes. the 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 big difference between this and the Division One is in the Division One you didn't have armies had a health bar, but you had so many ways to instantly recover your health and all that kind of stuff. You could just you didn't really have to use cover in PVE mm. because you could just tank so many hits and you know it's it's fine. But even doesn't matter what what <coughs> I'm playing, like what mode I'm playing or where I am. If I stand out of cover for five seconds, I'm fu- I'm fucking dead. Mm. It doesn't matter how much armor I've got or anything, you will fucking die. And it, yeah, it does push you to play a bit more tactfully. And you know, the AI is really good at flanking you or trying to push you out of cover with well placed grenades and all that. You know, you can't comfortably sit in one spot for an entire firefight. You have to keep moving. You have to keep watching. Um, it's yeah, it's very very good. And you do it. It feels like a strategy game in mm. a way because each 
each fight is like, okay, I've got four enemies. You know, there's a grenade launcher guy there. There's a shotgunner there. He's going to try to flank me at some point. You know, where do I need to be? If I have to move, where's the next what's bit of cover? Yeah. You know, where should, can I just duck around this corner or do I have to get up and move to a different piece of cover back there? Um, it's very difficult to keep all the enemies in front of you. Like, what you want to do is keep all the enemies in front of you, yeah? And it, But it, the AI makes it very, very difficult to do that. And later on with um, the Black Tusk, they're very, very well-equipped um, and they have, like, robots and shit, like, dog robots that, like, snipe you and stuff, like, and climb up on cars and all that. And it's just... It's more things that you have to be like, fuck, how am I going to deal with this? <coughs> mm. It's very, very clever. Very The game design is just amazing. Do you know about the Hunters? They're introducing the survival DLC of um, Division 1, and mm. essentially they're rogue agents who kill other agents, but they take their watches and wear them as trophies. Oy. And there's a side mission where you do come across one for the first time. Fuck, they're scary. They are so scary. <laughs> they have all the same tech as you do because mm. they're division agents. But like, I was, like a dark alley. and just rings. And you can see, I just saw all these badges of division. Like he's wearing them. He had like 10 and I'm like, what the fuck? Man? <laughs> he fucked me up. He dropped, <coughs> he dropped me that quick. Mm. Um, but I was very early. I'm still like level 10, I think. Yeah. But there's 12 or 13 of them, they all have a mask, and as you kill them, you get their masks mm. to wear and hang up in the base of operations. Very, very scary. Very, very intimidating. Mm. But there's lots of different puzzles you have to do to summon them. Like, one of them, there's four statues, and you have to salute each statue in a certain order, and then one will spawn and come. You know, it's got that kind of, like... Does the game tell you that, or do you have to find that? I don't know how people found that out. This is yeah. what I've seen on Reddit. So this is the same thing. Like whenever I hear about one of the guys that I work with, uh, he's really into Call of Duty Zombies, mm. and he's like, yeah, do this, and I do this, and this, and then this and make this happen I'm like who how the fuck learned all this yeah. how do you know this yeah and it's like same level of depth of like how do you know that you need to touch this skull and rub up against this yeah. tree and I don't know rub like, your asshole yeah. on, on that, that headlight of that yeah. car <laughs> and then a big boss comes out like how did who worked that out um, but I think in terms of like having that scary atmosphere that the dark zone doesn't have mm. Underground has it. Okay. Underground has it in spades. The underground is... It has a lot of loot in the... Un all the, like, the sewer systems and all that. You can traverse through there. there some of them are linked. Some of them aren't. Uh, but there's also key boxes <coughs> down there. And you'll find throughout the world there's like a hyena cache, an outcast cache. And they have super rare gear in there, exotic parts to build exotic weapons. But you need certain keys. You have to farm in the underground to find these keys. But... <coughs> The, there's people down there who they're just fucked mm. <laughs> they're just fucked I don't know what faction they belong to there's no context to them but like one of them has like a chainsaw true anarchy and you just you kind of but it's so quiet you hear the of the water, it's very, <gasps> very dark, and he's like fucking running at you, and you're like, "What the fuck?" <laughs> it's very, very intense in the underground. I spent a lot of time down there, actually. Very cool. Also, there's a big um, alligator, a still alligator down there. <laughs> you don't see it, but you see its tail behind some bars. To yeah. like go around a corner, you can't go there, but you see this big tail, and you're like, "Oh!" And it like moves away, and you're like. Where did it go? And also the obligatory like it, <coughs> it nod with like the red balloon kind yeah. of hanging there. I'm like, no. Nope. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, the underground is very, very cool, very, very tense awesome. atmosphere. There's just heaps to do. I'm having a great time. Yes, you'd be loving it. Um, and yeah, of course, all the DLC for the first year is free as well. So that's yeah, I'll be playing that a lot. Yeah, no need to think about other games at the moment. No, no, I do not. 
Sorry. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's what I'm going to talk about for the rest of the year. Right? <laughs> <laughs> what have you been playing? Division. It's like you and Persona for like yeah. th- a four-month window. It's I'm like sure it'll wear out eventually, <clears throat> mm. but for the moment, it's very fresh and very, very good. Okay. What do you think of Sekiro? Uh, Sekiro, oh, Sekiro, Sekiro, however you pronounce it. It's good. Mm. It's very good. Mm. Um, it's that weird line. It's like, uh, so my, our friend of the show, Max, bought, he <clears throat> he's like, hey, I bought Sekiro. Did you want to get some dinner and fucking play it on the stream? I'm like, yeah. So we went and got chicken and waffles and P- Pistol Pete's. Ate too much chicken. It's brilliant. Came as back. a tradition. But yeah, yeah, as a tradition. Uh, we played Sekiro and uh, the game's fucking great. Did and you get the first boss? <clears throat> No, no, we did not. Well, you told me to come watch the stream, but I didn't get a notification that it was <coughs> live. Oh, I was on Twitch. Do you have it? Not, not YouTube's. Oh. I thought um, Discord normally and did it. It should. It didn't for this, in this case. Yeah. Anyway. Uh, yeah, so what we did is, so it was pretty much life for life, you know, as, 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 as you do. So we pushed our way through. We didn't even get to the first boss. Oh. We got a couple of mini bosses out, um, but yeah. I'm not very good at the game. <laughs> and it's one of those things, like I said, I, I know I'm, sh- I'm shitty at these games, these Soulsborne style games, so I wouldn't have picked it up unless Max bought it over. Mm. So that was a great way for me to re- sort of dip my toe mm. in comfortably. Um, saying that, afterwards, I kept thinking about it and thinking about it, and I kind of want to buy it. But I know that I'll get mad and I'll stop playing it. Mm. To keep thinking about you give Bloodborne a Red Hot go. At one I did point. give Blood. I did give Bloodborne a go. It was good fun. So the big, the, there are some differences here. There's no stamina bar, which mm-hmm. I'm a big fan of. So means you can just go to town. <laughs> but saying that, the other, the other, the other enemies are relentless as well. Um, you do have the ability to resurrect. So you die once, you can resurrect and, and go again. And then depending on how many enemies you take out, you can rebuild that resurrection meter again, uh, okay. and you can go a third time <clears throat> if you do well enough. Uh, there are some bosses that take uh, two death blows. So previously, to you know, you get, get them down to the lowest health, death blow, they're dead, and they're gone. Some enemies will just get back up again, because same as you, they can die mm-hmm. twice. <clears throat> um, the hand, the robo hand, which has like it can, we have unlocked two things. We can unlock uh, uh, shurikens and a flamethrower, which are pretty cool. Um, and then the I think just a sword. Um, Grappling it, good. Grappling is fun. It, the, adding verticality to a Soulsborne game is mm. fucking brilliant. Mm. It's brilliant. <clears throat> so previously when you could just roll around and not really do anything, if someone comes to I can just go, I can just jump out of the way, or like I have been doing, just and I just Spider-Man out of there. There's going to be enemies later that will fuck you up for doing that. <clears throat> I guarantee it. Yeah, so the problem is because I can... They'll ju- like have their own and go... Because I can jump, right? I forget the other... The enemies can jump too. So I'm like, ha Oh, fuck. Those. <laughs> and then I Spider-Man up because there was, there was guys with flaming bows and arrows, right? I'm like, well, I, I fuck this. I'm going to go up and get... Go up. Like, they've already spotted me. I'm going to go up, come around, dodge their arrows and jump on them. So I'm like, ha-ha-ha. And they just look up and go... <laughs> I'm, I'm just a burst of flames. Just, <laughs> just ash before you even hit yeah. the ground. I uh, like it's a yeah it it's very fun it's very enjoyable and it's like that same sat like as as always it's that satisfying when you sort of push over the line and you get that little bit further that little bit yeah. further sucks dick for a while and then you get better does it have that whole <coughs> like collecting souls or whatever it, like, does it, it doesn't it doesn't so <clears throat> you don't collect souls to buy you literally get coins off people's bodies and yeah. that's what you use to buy uh, things on the skill tree as well as weapons and whatnot. Yep. Um, 
so I'm organising things for the day. Oh, that's fine. Yeah, because it's your son's birthday tomorrow. So happy yeah. birthday, Alex, if you check this out. Um, so you'll get, the, get those things happening. Um, so you don't have souls per se. You have this, there's this, I forget what it's called, but it's almost like this percentage. So the better you play, the higher your percentage becomes. So every time that you die, you regain an X amount, a, a, an X percentage of not losing any XP or not losing any coin. And the worse you play, that percentage drops. And part of the overall story is by you, your, there's this thing called dragon rot that's infecting the world. And but that's what you're sort of progressing towards to stop, stop that as part of it. But the more you die, then the higher chance, the higher the dragon rot is everywhere. Oh, okay. So we kids kept getting messages continuously being like, some old woman just coughed in the distance. Dragon rot has really fucked her up. And you're like, oh <laughs> man. And it's like, some young kid just Children died of dragon rot. Uh, dragon rot. I'm like, that's, oh, that's, that's my fault. That's my fault. And then I run my all right, I gotta be, I'll be better. <laughs> Dead. Like, oh. Grapples off a cliff. I'll be better. <laughs> <laughs> um but yeah, no, the like the game is brilliant. And if you're in if you're into that thing, into that uh that genre, it, it's right up your alley. The it's a lot more fast paced than even Bloodborne was. Um it's it's probably like a bit more like Neo, but Neo was also very similar to two soul the soul series in that sense very good it's hard to explain because I'm, I'm not an expert in that genre so it makes it very tough for me to explain but mm-hmm. um i know i enjoyed it and um, i think i've been thinking about it a lot cool. i'll play some more um what else have i played this week uh surely nothing no i did play some other things um i did pill i did pill for devil may cry from um a girl at work oh, she, yeah she left it at work she's like oh i'll come play it next week i'm like okay <laughs> I'll put it. I'm put it in yet. But I'll play it before it goes back. Um, but I I got the email the other day, and it was from the PR guys for Devolver, and they're like, "Hey, we have this new game," and it caught my interest straight away. It's a PC game, so yeah, it's on. Not, Boo. Yeah, but it's called Weedcraft Inc. Oh. It's Zoo Tycoon, but with less animals and more weed. So what you do is, yeah, you you've uh, you play this uh, a dude where he's you and your brother, uh, your father has just passed away. You've you've just finished your MBA, so you get your bit in your mar- uh, business, whatever, an administration degree, and you need coin. Mm. So you build so and so you grow weed. <laughs> so you start off with like your little basement and your three pl- your three plants, and you work on them, and you grow them, you grow them, you sell them. So it seems like I said on on paper, it's pretty simple. It's you grow your weed, you sell it. You get you grow bigger, whatever, and then you also during that you're also fighting for legalization in that te- in that state or that town, sort of to put up the line. So you can either go down the line of trying to make it just keep it illegal and sort of bank a bunch of coin, or make it legal and go around go that route as well. But there's also different levels to it. So other other than just growing your your standard strains, you can then go in and fuck with them a little bit, mm. not in like a to make them grow better. So you could just grow them in whatever comes standard. And they'll they'll do all right. But you can go in there and you can, can tweak the um the nutrients of the soil and build up you know a little bit more nitrogen, a little bit less phosphorus. You know, just like and then this thing becomes a better quality plant. Yeah. And then you can sell it for more. And then you can and then you got to find and then you got to literally find the demographic and you know sell to that demographic. And you know, so like, so like for like there's the, the jocks they have the, at, the, at the beginning they 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 sort of have like three three setups. It's like you know the stoners the the, ki- the down the middle your jocks whatever right so like the stoners they'll just take whatever you want so you, I just grow like the shit box weed but I, but I can make it a little bit better so I can charge a little bit more for it 
that's absolute shit and, you know, and they'll just buy it yeah. the other two the other two parties so far they're not interested in that in, in that in that horrible horrible uh-huh. shit so then I grow like a nicer one I think it's super lemon haze or something <laughs> and I'm like I grow that shit so it's like it's like a rare fucking strain like I, I I'm embarrassed but also quite proud that I sat down uh, I played a bit of it last night and I was like oh Getting like getting the nutrients just right, watching it grow, changing the soil, changing the temperature of the room, adding a fan. See, googling how to grow weed. Well, the game's not, not out. Idea. So the game's not out until okay. April 11. So this is a preview code. Uh, like speaking of fans, yeah. So this game isn't out until um, out until April. So it's um, yeah, it's certainly. Oh, but I mean, pre- for you, like googling, like you know, best ideal conditions to grow weed in. <laughs> <laughs> like it's it's probably not this a gateway, card. unless I'm arrested. Uh, <laughs> So that's the thing. I'm like, oh, what if there's a wiki? I'm like, oh, wait, it's a preview build. So, uh, so this this isn't the full the full extent of the game either. It does come out uh, April 11, I believe. So it's a couple of weeks away. But I'm enjoying the crap out of it. If this is what the game is on full release, fuck yeah! Like it 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 <laughs> it hit this weird setup, right? A the novelty of growing weed is fun. Two, the gameplay system is shallow, shallow enough to understand, but deep enough to go fucking hard, mm. which I really enjoyed. And three, because I, for my honors degree, I grew, not weed, I almost did, um, but I like I grew plants, and that my entire, I, I, uh, my honors degree is environmental science, mm. so all the soil things, I'm like this is a very simple version of what I did at uni, and it kind of ticked a different part of my brain. I'm like, mm, yeah, I'm taking taking notes, I'm like, oh, maybe a little bit more potassium. Got your lab coat on. Yeah, yeah glasses on. <laughs> Actually, that might be a good idea. I might do that for stream. Um, <laughs> but uh, but yeah, like I've I've pun intended. It's dope. The game's great. Cool. And I like as I don't know, we can't. It's not full review. It's, just, it's more previewy thingies because it's, it's still a lot to go. Um, like there are even in the preview build, there are two modes: as a base mode and, a, and like a, a hard mode. So mm. I've been just sticking around in the easy mode, which kind of helps you get get the ball going. Um, and I'm I'm at, I'm at this point where this neighbouring uh, dealer comes in, tries to take my shit. The police are up in my business. Oh no! Yeah, so it's better take it take a big Breaking Bad turn, I think. <laughs> Game's I look, great. I look forward to I'm looking, I'm, I can't wait weekly to Weekly updates. Release. Yeah, okay. And then I come in, I've got this big chain. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> get, get more and more. Yeah. But no, it's, it's, um... All of a sudden you're advocating for the legalisation of marijuana. <laughs> I don't fucking really care, personally. But, <laughs> <laughs> but like, it's, 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 there's a nice little bit of instant feedback to it as well. So rather than, like, changing the, the, the soil structure and then waiting for it to grow completely and then adapting it, so you can... So you have to constantly water it, understandably, water it, trim it, and that kind of helps it grow nicer. So what you can do is you can fuck with the the soil structure, water it, and that'll be the trigger to go, oh, okay, it's growing, going to go less now. Or as in the expected quality is less. You know, okay, we'll trick it back to that. It's like, oh, yeah. So there's no, there's, you're not penalized for fucking around. Yeah. Which I'm a big fan of, personally. And I like, you know, it, it, expanding the room is fun. So I've got three separate strains growing now. There's all different conditions. I just hired an employee. That looks like a piece of shit, but he, he, <laughs> he cuts all my plants for me. It's hard to find good help. Yeah, it is hard, especially in the weed industry. <laughs> <laughs> but anyway, that's what we've been playing this week. Now let's get into the news where we tell you about what happened this week in PlayStation and session we call Inform the Players. <laughs> 
Right. And like 30 minutes in. Yeah, we're going to be going to be quick because I have heaps of shit to do. Number one, Atlas has officially revealed Persona 5 The Royal for PS4. While little new information has been announced, the title was teased as Persona 5R. Now has another teaser trailer. The trailer features a girl with red hair in the rain in Tokyo Shibuya District, followed by the game's official logo. Then the teaser, Atlas notes that more information will be announced April 24th at the Persona Super Live concert. So uh, the rumor mill for a very long time was always it's going to be Persona 5 Ruby, in the, idea of, in the same way as Persona 4, 4 Golden. Yeah, people are P4G. Yeah. So people yeah. are expecting this to be this big, you know, rave thing of the game. And as of right now, we don't really know what that is. Um, friend of the show, Dash, from Dash Culture, uh, he stayed up till like whatever it was, like midnight, whatever it was to la- watch last night. And he wasn't happy because it was so vague and it gave him nothing. And he's like, I was hoping for a Switch port. I wanted this. <laughs> I wanted that. I'm like, no. So I think what they'll do, because with Persona 4 Golden, they added in a new character, Marie, and gave her kind of a her own story that kind of interlinked with the main narrative in a way that wasn't too intrusive. And then after you finished what was originally the main story, you had an extra couple of hours as a conclusion of Marie Marie's mm-hmm. new story. And um, um, this may be yeah. something similar. Um, but yeah, it'd probably get me to jump back into it. Yeah. I'm still looking for that plat for that game. Are you going to chip away at it again? Well, because I know you've not been playing on the PlayStation. You've been playing yeah. on the Xbox. I don't have a choice. So I have to. Yeah. No PlayStation. Like, I'm, so, I'm, I'm sorry, daughter. Give it back. Yeah, give it back. Have plan? the Xbox. We'll just swap. You know what? I'll just buy another PlayStation. <laughs> <laughs> uh, in celebration of the upcoming Hellboy film, Ubisoft has announced that it has partnered with Lionsgate and Millennium Media to bring Hellboy, Namue, Gruagak, and Ben Daimo to Brawlhalla. It's free-to-play fighting game. These characters from Hellboy will be new guest characters that will be joining the roster of over 40 characters that all features Rayman and Shovel Knight now, uh, which is made possible after Ubisoft purchased Brawlhalla. Yeah, because I thought Brawlhalla was an indie game, so that was pretty cool news. It was. I d- yeah, it I don't, was. I don't remember it being purchased. So. I played the shit, remember? I think last year, I played the shit out of it. I was yeah, talking you about loved it. it. You, you it's very good. Yeah. Um, Shovel Knight's in it, Rayman's in it, Hellboy's going to be in it, and these other characters in it are also in the upcoming Hellboy movie. I'm just excited for Hellboy news, because we, well, don't, we don't have any Hellboy video games, so just to see him in it. Well, game. did you end up playing him in Injustice 2, or did you no, piss off Injustice 2 at that point? way before that. Yeah. Uh, number three, this isn't really PlayStation related, but it is gaming related, so here it is. Stadia. Stadia? Stadia. 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 Uh, Google, St- Google Stadia is not a piece <laughs> of hardware. It's a streaming platform meant to bridge devices and provide players instant access to their games, while also further integrating YouTube capture, streaming, and sharing. Google is aiming to stream games at launch <laughs> in 4K 60 FPS. Uh, Australia <laughs> says no. For both playing games and sharing games, streams with the goal of eventually sporting 8K at 120 <laughs> frames per second. <laughs> among among its boasts, that's a weird sentence, the power of Stadia, Google confirms Stadia is more powerful than PS4 and Xbox One combined. Yeah, good luck, mate. Additionally, Google showcased Stadia's ability to allow players to bring the experience via Stadia from one platform to the next, from a phone to a tablet to a Chromecast on TV without the need to wait for download times. See, a lot of that just sounds like talk. It's just streaming. You're streaming games. Yeah. That's all it is. Because, yeah, because you're not having to run the shit locally, they can claim to be more powerful and whatnot. Yeah, for sure. Um, but it, it more obviously falls to your ISP yeah. than anything. And this is a no-go for us, I think. No, it's no for, chance. For so, lot, even on NBN, I don't think you'll get 4K 60 FPS down here. It's very funny. I remember when we, we they first Google first announced they were looking to get into this market. Because then we did an episode on like a bajillion years ago. Yeah. Um... And we thought they're going to be more like trying to compete in the console. In the console, market. which they are, but is but they've also not like they've got lined up. I think it's like Bethesda are willing to work with them. Yeah, because a um, couple other people's uh, id software was there at yeah, the presentation id, yeah. for Doom Eternal. Um, yeah, I mean, 
like the idea is I like the idea. It's a it'll never for me replace having a home console, but it is a cool idea. But I just I just know I'm not going to be able to get anything yeah. out of it at this yeah, point. Yeah, no, it's, it's the same right. It's a brilliant idea, but the, in, in Australia the infrastructure is not here. In uh, most of the world, in even not most, a even lot in world. a big hunk, like see, it's the best Australian internet is still subpar American internet, mm. and a lot of internet, a lot of America has that subpar internet. So mm. we'll have to wait and see. But yeah, you know, unless you're that one woman who has like a three gigabit downloads yeah. in Ukraine or wherever Pitch. it is. Um, but yeah, I mean, they're obviously not going to be, I don't think going to be doing like exclusives and all that kind mm. of stuff, but you know, you know, it's, it's an interesting time. Uh, Disney appears to have resurrected Lucasfilm games. You'll be familiar with its successor, the greatly missed LucasArts, which developed and published countless games, both in and outside the Star Wars universe until it was closed in 2013. Don't get your hopes up about a wave of new games appearing. Job listings posted on the Disney careers website suggest that it will be supporting games using Lucasfilm IPs, including Star Wars, rather than developing them themselves. And they've since um, confirmed that as well yeah, this is so, just to support the live service stuff. yeah Jason Schreier has jumped out with the info going hey Lucasfilm Games isn't coming back it, they've always been there they've been there in the mm. background and they've been working with EA so this, you're not going to get Knights of the Republic 3 or you know or anything like that these these guys were always there just in the background gamers settle the fuck down yeah that's news. Uh, yeah, that was, that was, was it. kind of just had through. It was a bit of a quiet week as it well. Was just a pertinent bit of information. But speaking of that Stadia, but though, like, so if, if Xbox or PlayStation were to release a streaming only game or mm. a, a discless, dr- discless version, would that interest you? Or? No. 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 <laughs> Our digital prices are fucked on yeah. those stores. There is not a. Division 2, Big W, $64. Mm. Xbox Store. Hundred and nine ninety five. Not even nine. PlayStation Store. Hundred and nine ninety five. Fuck that. The all digital future can fuck itself. I don't want it. As long as the prices stay the way they are in Australia in terms of digital distribution, it can fuck off. I will always buy discs. Yeah. Boys. Except when there's crazy sales and you can get games for like fifteen bucks. Yeah. Digital sales are amazing. <laughs> They're incredible. Big fan. But new releases, they're just not there. This. See, this is the big thing. How I, it, sorry, but the difference is, in my situation, if I do buy a game digitally on Xbox or PlayStation, I can share that with Alex. Mm. So if it's a game we both want to play, I will buy it digitally because a hundred bucks for digital to play is two copies. Works out cheaper than me buying two discs. There yeah. is that circumstance. Yeah. So um, one thing I've noticed, especially in the US, because you know how the US <laughs> like launch games, launch price for games is sixty bucks. Mm. But I, th- I don't think there's any flex. You know, for us, how we go, the retail price is one hundred and ten, but you're gonna play sixty or seventy, right? Like, there's that flux. Yeah. I think in the US is just standard. Like, no one goes under that mark in the US. Mm. Like, as in every like division, sixty bucks. You're not gonna go to another store and find it for forty five. Not gonna. Oh, yeah. ha- it's not gonna happen. Yeah. Like, everyone just charges sixty. And I imagine their digital stores are the same. No yeah. one's I've ever heard any differently. Yeah, but right? I mean that in terms of like because of the because of the massive Australian tax here, the, the companies are forced to flux. I'm missing it. You're missing one. Um, yeah, so I think that for that reason is why it's a little bit little bit different here. What'd you miss? Do we just read off the read it off the picture? I could. I know what I missed anyway. Okay. <laughs> I just no, I just didn't do this. Ah, there we go. <laughs> okay, t- anything else to say about no, that? No, speaking of selling games, top what? selling games for the week of last week. Number ten, Metro Exodus. Number nine, Black Ops Four. Number eight, The Lego Movie Two. Two? 
number seven, Anthem. Number six, FIFA 19. Number five, One Piece World Seeker. Number four, Red Dead Redemption 2. Number three, Far Cry New Dawn. Number two, Devil May Cry 5. And number one, The Division. So Red, Red, uh, Red Dead was on sale this week in the PSN store. Mm. Hence why it's jumped back up. And mm. GTA People 5 love One Piece. Yeah, I don't get it. No, me either. It was after, like, I grew up. <laughs> Stopped liking that shit. Did you end up jumping on Anthem? No. No. You um, can, however, at the moment, get it for $30 on PS4 from somewhere. Gamesman. Yeah, and JB Hi-Fi we'll match did match that price for a friend of ours. So That's Joel from Anime from Game. Anime Game. Uh, quick bits. The release window for CDPR Cyberpunk 2077 has narrowed slightly, with the studio confirming the release of two <gasps> AAA games by 2021. So they've nice. got something else stirring in the pot there. Another AAA game. Interesting. Interesting. I would think it'll be Witcher spinoff. Yeah. Probably. Uh, Alan Wake and Quantum Break developer Remedy Entertainment's next game Control now has an official release date of August 27th I forgot about this game me too looks decent though it looks like Quantum Break but with a cool gun and without uh, the shitty fucking live action cutscenes yeah and exclusivity yeah. like it's it's on all platforms yeah. which is a big bonus and once you're on PC it's on Epic's Game Source talk yeah. also so are um, all of yeah all the, all the speaking of Quantic yeah Quantic Dream Quantic Dream or like I was. I had no idea that. I thought they were somewhat licensed by PlayStation. All of their games no. are now on PC. Yeah. So Heavy Rain, Quant- Heavy Rain, Detroit, uh, and uh, Beyond Two Souls are all on PC now, which is mm. fucking awesome. Are they Epic Store and they're all Epic Store exclusives. <laughs> I know PC gamers hate to hear that. Yes. Yeah. PC must away. <laughs> <laughs> I need to download another uh, launcher for it, this. It's almost like PC gamers don't understand capitalism. Mm. It's a real mm. shame. Yeah. I could go on a bit of a tangent about that. Please do. No, not now. I want to hear it. No, not now. But you know how Steam's like... <laughs> Steam has like... Everyone's like, you know, Steam's the only one and, you know, it's got a monopoly on the market and then other pl- places like GOG, mm. Galaxy and Epic are like, hey, we'll try to compete with Steam. Would exclusives? No, that's bad. You know what I mean? It's. Just, I don't want to go too deep. Steam is a dumpster fire. It is. It's a shit. And it's about time that someone came in there. And I. And like, <laughs> although I don't blame the developers for going elsewhere. Exactly. When a the Steam store is just fucking garbage, and b it's better for them financially to go to the Epic store. Yeah. If if Steam doesn't like that, Steam can do whatever it wants to get them back over. They're not. So see, Steam's see, not your friend. They're not trying to combat this exclusivity at the moment. They could, but instead you throw your hands up and defend Steam. But what's Steam doing to flip the tables? Nothing. What has Steam done in general? Like the, They've done a lot in general. No, but I mean, lately, like all they've done is, they've, if anything, they've dropped their barrier of entry. They've dropped their control. They have no quality assurance. So any fucking game can get it on there. All it's doing is watering down the potential for you as a developer for your game to go anywhere. And on top of that, they spent years fucking over Australians, not offering refunds and whatnot. And then they've just finally done it after being, you know put through the courts to make it possible mm. yeah steam ain't your friend and like with epic game stores as far as i can recall like they work in australian dollars they follow those rules steam does now too actually yeah, steam right? does now after being legally forced <laughs> to right that's the thing uh but the thing is you can complain about the exclusivity on the epic store and whatever else all you want steam has the power to combat that at any point they can drop it. something huge they have the money they have the money to get anything they want as an exclusive just to try up someone's butt, you know what I mean but mm. they have no desire they don't even fucking care there is so much money coming in not even as they exclusive they could care. just be like you know this game the Outer Worlds is going to Epic Store as an exclusive Steam could be like 
here's some money. How about you just don't do that? Yeah. Not exclusive. Like, not even like, we don't want exclusive on Steam. How about you just don't make it exclusive? Yeah, he's like... Which seems dolls. a bit weird business-wise, but they, they've they got the power to do anything, but they're not. Yeah. So they're not your friend. They don't care. So And like, I, under- I understand the concern. Like, the, the, bit, the big argument is, exclusivity is bad for consumers. No, it ain't. Oh, it is. That's how the console. But you survive. understand that's how games work everywhere other than PC. So get off your fucking you know high horse with your you know virus databases and Excel spreadsheets <laughs> and just fucking and like this is the thing I don't understand. They're like, well, what? You're like you don't have to buy another console. You download another fucking free launcher. You morons. Mm. Mm. PC's dumb. I love the the Apex subreddit. It's just it was like, oh, hackers are ruining the game. I'm just like. <laughs> <laughs> I don't like PC gaming Quick bits <laughs> I already did that. did that Konami in celebration of its 50th anniversary We're releasing three anniversary collections That highlight Castlevania, Contra and its arcade classics Woo. They're doing something Yeah, Apex earned 92 million dollars in its first month Fuck. And Borderlands Game of the Year edition Rated by the ESRB uh, Yeah, yeah First Borderlands in hindsight was not very good Nope. So, you know but hopefully that's not like the big Borderlands <laughs> announcement that they were planning because that will blow up in their face. <laughs> yeah, we'll, we will have a Doom however, Eternal. Uh, not however, Doom, uh, Diablo Eternal. that is just gamers doing what gamers do. Mm. You know, they said Borderlands, it must be Borderlands 3. Oh my God, it's coming. Let the memes begin. And then they're like, oh fuck. We, no, it's just where we were mastering number one. <laughs> and now we've got this expectation thrown onto us by you jerks that's it for the news Ryan <laughs> we have a chat to the players about Sony's state of play Sony has announced state of play a series of live broadcasts that will reveal new updates and announcements for PS4 PSVR the f- and PSVR the first episode will be shown March 25 the day this podcast comes out or the day uh, it'll be the Tuesday for us the announcement was posted to the PlayStation blog and on it it explains the debut episode will be broadcast I didn't do it Aussie that's fine on Tuesday oh 7am Tuesday morning on the Australian East Coast they did it for me. Oh. Good man. Good man. I don't even remember where I pulled this from. The blog details that the first day to play episode will show new trailers, footage, game announcements for both PS4, PSVR games. Effectively, it appears Sony's equivalent to a Nintendo Direct. And with any luck, it will be just as revealed. So what we want to do here is we want to kind of have some funsies. Let's have a genuine thing about what some of the things they'll drop. And we'll obviously have some pie-in-the-sky bullshit ones for funsies. And... Uh, to talk about this new this new model this repeating <laughs> copying model and see how it works so first of all what do you think of this state of play how do you th- what's I your, think it's uh, cool it's about time they said something about anything yeah <laughs> really I mean they've been quiet for so long with just like vague little uh, you know, hey we're still still a company what's mm. up peeps hey gamers we're friends Homer back into the bushes (laughs) Um, No, it's exciting that they're doing something Mm. Because I've fallen out of love with my PlayStation the last few months And I'm sure I'm probably not the only one Where it's just like, what is happening with this brand? You know, what's coming? What are your plans for the future? Mm -hmm. You know, and they're just not saying anything Whereas Xbox are like, we're doing all this shit all the fucking time. It's like, well, that's exciting. Like every every couple of weeks, there's something yeah. new in the Xbox space to talk about and be excited for and to discuss. Whereas Sony just haven't had anyone talking about them for anything. Yeah. So it's exciting to for them to kind of get a discussion going about their brand again. Yeah, I, I I'm pretty stoked on the idea of it. I like the idea of this little drip feed of information because it's enough to get you excited. It gives us more content throughout the year, uh, and it's just very. 
cool. It's exciting. Like, I'm genuinely excited. Now, normally, I, I don't, you know, I get up probably a little bit after that. I'm going to get up a little bit early on Tuesday just to watch mm. this. Oh, you know what I mean? And that's the excitement yeah, that I'm feeling too, for. Actually. Like, it's just... It's just cool. I'm enjoying it. I want to hear more things. Like, as you said, the silence has been deafening and I, I need some news. Yeah, and I need the, something. The good thing is is that with this format, they can kind of talk about what they want when they feel, like, like when things are ready to talk yeah. about. Like, E3 gives you that pressure to have shit to show. So does PSX. Arguably, we need to put on a show. We need to make sure announcements are ready. And Like, let, let, let's just say for an example, like let's say there is Last of Us news. Right, E3, they're not going. PSX is December, not presumably eight months away ish. Yeah. So now they've got this opens their avenue to be like, hey, we've got some news on this title everyone's excited for, and we'll do we'll talk about it next week on yeah. we'll stream a chat about it instead of waiting for these events and all that kind of stuff. It's just you know, Ghost of Tsushima. Hey, we've got a release window for you now and got a new trailer. Here's a here's a state of play for you for half an hour about the updates on this game. So even on top of that, though, the big thing with these stage shows, these big productions, they can only really talk about the big hitters, right? Because mm. they're there, it costs money. That that airtime costs, you know, that airtime's expensive, Millions. right? So they're going to be put, be putting on just the things that's that's because with E3 being a really a trade show, mm. it's anything that stakeholders can get get excited for. Or your big first party. Yeah, and with direct stuff. with little direct ideas like this, you could have a bunch of fucking indies in there just to sort of show the love. Mm. You know what I mean? Like, so they'd be like, "Hey, here's the big point, but here's a bunch of other little info that 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 would would be deemed as taking up time on the stage, yeah. but in here it fits, it works. Yeah. Like, it's not worthy for E3. Yeah, but, but the state cool. of play doesn't cost us anything to do. Yeah, presumably, like they're Compar- stream- comparatively. I mean, they're obviously putting some stuff together, but they're just streaming it from their office mm. or whatever somewhere. So, or it could even just be a collection of like. I let, imagine let, it's a pre. I imagine it's kind of like the kind of funny game showcase, or all like a yeah. direct where it's pre-edited, it's pre-uploaded, it goes. And so they got four like, indie games, and each indie studio sends in a video. Yep. Presentation, and they just string it all together and go. Yep, stream that for half an hour cost us fuck all hell yeah uh i would like to see what was i gonna say my head just got really cloudy (laughs) uh i would like to i would like to see focused ones as in not compilations of different things but like here is half an hour of ghost of shima you know we've got the a bit of a dev diary for you and at the end of it we've got a new trailer as well just give you an update on the game how things are going yeah and then in six months it's like from our last Ghost of Shimmer update got some more for you here's the last trailer and a release date Yeah, you know and it's just a a fun way to kind of go about it without just putting a trailer out at peak time and hoping that it gains traction somewhere and hoping that news uh, game journalists put it on their websites and all that lets them control marketing and the message control the message is the big thing Um, Um, now in terms of what we expect out of it I had a lot of fun on Twitter and I made three wild as fuck accusations to entertain myself and they're never going to happen but predictions yeah not accusations oh sorry predictions my bad Uh, I was like and they're going to announce a Harvest Moon Back to Nature PS1 remaster we're going to get new move controllers and we're going to get confirmation that PS5 will be talked about this year (laughs) none of those things are going to happen it's hard to say because this is the first time they've ever done this so you don't really know what angle they're going to take with it You'd presume their first one will have some pretty decent news in it. Like it's the first one they yeah. want to show that this is a show, this is a, a direct worth watching in the future. So I think we'll we'll get some pretty juicy info out of it. Don't know what I can't. See, that's the weird thing. I'm trying to think about it now. Seems, because of how quiet they've been, 
any prediction seems too out there. It does. Yeah. Anything. Even if it's just like, hey, we still exist as a company. It's like, do you though? Mm. Really? In terms of a big blockbuster drop, I I think they will... If, if they want something... like let's, let's look at what they've got in the pipeline, right? So we've got Days Gone in, in literally a month, almost to the Actually, day. Actually, that'll probably focus pretty heavily on this because they haven't done anything. I disagree. I don't think it'll be touched on at all. Really? Uh, only because they you know with game informer giving the two hours of footage in the past a bunch of previews went up like two weeks ago mm. like they have put a lot of info out there for days gone not not in terms of their information like they've put a bunch of trailers and stuff out i think this is more down the line sort of mm. setup so coming to later of the year you've got uh we got dreams coming out and it's in its beta f- or in its content creator form uh we've got we presumably days uh last of us ghost of tsushima concrete genie things like that right Training. So I'm thinking that we're in this, we will probably get a date for Dreams, or at least a window for Dreams, because they said spring previously. Mm. They might, they might be like, I don't know, fucking September. Yeah. Um, I think it would be smart of them to put Last of Us, or at least a window, mm. Q4, something yeah. like that. Um, that makes sense. And then I, there'll be some cool PSVR games now, because it's been a while since we've had some proper mad PSVR games, like there's been good ones and they every, you know we look at the drop every week there's a PSVR game literally every week but there's nothing that's been on the scope or the scale of like the Batman game or Resident Evil 7 or fucking you know there was Borderlands 2 a couple months ago and that was kind of fell flat I mean mm-hmm. like there's no big PSVR and I imagine they've got them in the pipeline but maybe I also don't know what that would be if that makes sense yeah I don't know I don't play VR. I don't know. Yeah, I don't know. And but uh, yeah, we're not going to get. I don't think we're going to get any new first party announcement. I think it'll be pretty much doubling down what we already have, or yeah. what the second party or th- you know connections they have, or even some maybe some third parties potentially. Hmm. What do you think? It'll certainly be interesting. Do you have any any anything in, in scratching your scratching your noodle? No. I'm just going to keep my expectations low, mm. real low, because they haven't given me a reason to keep them high. Recently, well, I haven't. I mean, it's just being honest. So, I'm just I'm excited. I'm excited to actually have something to talk about in regards to this company again. So the the, the only down there is that downside because as we do record this on 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 the the weekend before, and then it goes up on the Monday, and it's dropping on the Tuesday. We won't be tackling this until the week after in its full discussion. So we will be a little bit behind the eight ball there, but that does give us time to sort of gather some more news throughout the week. As I imagine, once they drop the direct, it's always the way it goes. Yeah, here's a video, and then for the next couple of days, journalists do their thing, trying to get more info. Sometimes they get it, sometimes they don't. Yeah, we can collect that information and come back on the next week, and we'll be able to have a good old. So come back here for the comprehensive review of the state of play. Get excited, but uh, look, if you go to like the five thousand other outlets, it'll cover it before us. And better, (laughs) Uh, look. There is the state, you know, the state of play. We'll probably talk about a bunch of games that are coming out later in the year, and we all get really excited. But there are some games that are coming out this week in a section we call "Coming to the Players," or where we just straight up read the drop at you. It's a big, big one this week. A big drop. Yep. New PlayStation games for March twenty sixth, twenty nineteen. Angry Birds VR. There's your big VR <laughs> game. <laughs> Wait, what? Ang- oh, Angry Birds VR. Isle of Pigs. Please read that out. <sighs> 
Join Red Chuck Bomb and the Blues to save stolen eggs in Angry Birds VR Isle of Pigs, an immersive VR adventure. Discover the remote island where the greedy green pigs take their vacation in 50-plus fun-filled levels with more to come. That looks stupid. I like it. I hope, yeah, it's, sure. hope it's cheap. It will be garbage. Assassin's Creed 3 Remastered. Oh, yeah. PS4 I forgot this was coming out. And retail. Blocker Picks Deluxe. Not just the regular version. Not the regular PS4, one. PS4, PS Vita, digital cross-buy. Cave Diggers, dig, Digger, Riches, PSVR. I don't know, another VR there game. You there you go. Oh, look. Counterfight, PSVR. Hey, digital. all those VR games. Dracula's Legacy, PS4, digital. The End is Nigh, PS4, digital. Generation Zero, PS4, digital and retail. Gods Remastered, PS4, digital. Inferno Climber Reborn, PS4, digital. Legendary Eleven. PS4 Digital. We're not even halfway there yet. The Legend of Heroes Trails of Cold Steel, PS4 Digital and Retail. Metagal, PS4, PS4 Digital Cross Buy. She looks a lot like Mega Man. She's even got the blue cannon arm. But she's a girl. But she's a girl. Yeah. MLB The Show 19, PS4 Digital and Retail. Yeah, boy! She's an unfairly handsome person on this cover. Yeah. I can see why they chose I think I remember his name. You know, like sports games, they're like, they're like angry face. He's just like, I'm I am fucking hot. <laughs> <laughs> hey, I think he's a as a rookie. I think he just come out of really? uh, Double A's. Yeah, he has a magnificent beard. He also has like PewDiePie eyes. Oh. I think as well. What, what's the description there? Play America's pastime your way with new game modes, expanded team building, and player customization, and an extensive personalized RPG experience. Ooh. Create your own player Ooh. or play against other others as baseball's greatest stars and legends. Ooh. Excited. Nalki and the Legendary Alchemists, PS4 Digital and Retail. I got a good press release for that one. Outward, PS4 Digital and Retail. Path of Exile, PS4 Digital. It's finally coming to the PlayStation. It's been on the Xbox for a while. What now. is Path of Exile? Uh, it's the guys that originally made Diablo 2. Oh, split shit. from Blizzard and made their own ARPG. Yeah. Um, which is phenomenal. It's fucking phenomenal. Mm. Very, very good game. Very cool. Uh, it's been out for like t- uh, eight years, maybe. It's been out for a long time, but there's... Free updates all the time. It's a very, it's the kind of game where it's like, this is all I'm playing for six months. Oh, nice. It's that kind of game. Very, very cool. Uh, Far Lap Horse Racing Challenge. Uh, Buddy Watson has already called that game of year. Experience the thrill and thunder of racing with <laughs> the pride and prestige of building your own stable of champions. Cinematic graphics showcase realistic horses and capture the action of the race with motion captured animation. See, I uh, good news, everyone, seeing it's about Australia. I believe it's already out. I think it came out last week. Oh, really? So. Oh, the Americans get a week later so uh, the Princess Guide PS4 Digital and Retail S-O-N or Sun PS4 Digital 7 Enhanced Edition PS4 Digital Cyrilim 3 PS4 Digital Skyworld PSVR Digital Space Junkies PSVR Digital that's 4 VR games 5 Tale of Fragmented Star Single Fragment Version PSVR Digital you should get that one <laughs> War Theater PSVR Digital Cross Buy Warhammer 40,000 Space Wolf PS4 Digital War Party mm-hmm. PS4 Digital Where the Bees Make Honey That sounds like sexy PS4 again. Digital Where the Bees Make Honey tells a story about reflecting on different moments from a childhood <laughs> which are played and experienced from an adult perspective at its core Where the Bees Make Honey is a puzzle adventure game but gameplay is very but gameplay variation is filtered throughout and Xenon Racer PS4 Digital and Retail fuck that's a whole lot that's of a lot thing. of games this week yes I would say Path of Exile is worth checking out because it's also free it's a free game and um, MLB The Show, I imagine it's your pick. Yes, yeah, so, so my pl- I do have some plans for MLB The Show. I did reach out to PlayStation a little bit ago um, to grab a copy for a review because I wanted to get early because I wanted to... I yeah, I wanted to do something in the vein of our old, like, For Honor Resident Evil video uh, yeah. videos. I want to do something like that because, you know, the benefit of living here in Geelong is 
We are surrounded by baseball diamonds. Four minutes mm-hmm. from my house, there is three of them. Mm-hmm. So I was thinking we'd go down there, shoot some super stuff, to sort of do a bit of a review over there. Game's out very fucking soon, dude. Yes, but saying that, because I when I reached the PlayStation, I reached out about a couple of weeks ago, and they're like, yeah, no one fucking cares about it in Australia. So we may get one like on launch day. Oh. I'm like, okay. Benefit is you have Dylan here now. Yeah. To help you with all this stuff. Yeah. So uh, hopefully I can pull that together and make something cool. And, you know, if I need to organize a team, it's like, you know, people to sort of have people pretend to play baseball with me, I'll be I'll be reaching out to you guys, the Pop City community. Have to be pretend because I have no idea. Yeah. No. I got nothing. I was I'm thinking about doing like, you know, like bad slow-mo and like me running badly mm. and having James be like the pitcher. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. He goes, uh, it lands in front of him, but then it cuts to it going... At yeah. my face. Strike one. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Like fucking rocket speed. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Shit like that is what I have in, have, yeah. I have in mind. Yeah, it could be fun. Um, uh, that PlayStation conversation happened on a Monday morning at 9am. Australian Standard Time on YouTube and 8am on iTunes, Spotify and other podcast services. If you'd like to be a part of future conversations, please join us on Facebook, Discord, comment below. If you're feeling generous, join us on Patreon at patreon.com slash popculturist. Head over there, check out the tiers, might be some there that interests you. If you do support us on Patreon, you can watch us record this show live when we do it. Now, we'll, <coughs> eventually we'll, we'll get better at actually doing it at a certain time, but until then, yeah. Uh, if you want to support the support Popcultures on your body, hit popcultures.com slash shop. We can buy shirts, none of them are here. Mm. And other sort of shit with our logos on it. Uh, we are on Twitch, twitch.tv slash thepopcultures. I don't know what we're doing this week. But with Mania being two MLB. weeks, oh, I might do MLB this week. Yeah, depending on what day it comes out. Surely you have a baseball jersey you can wear. Yeah, I got two, like a couple. Oh, there you go. <laughs> um, uh, yeah, so with Mania in a, like, two weeks away, so the, always the week before we do the uh, the power of WWE 2K19 to predict the outcomes of all the matches for us. Mm-hmm. Um, with with seven with a, a rumored seventeen matches for Fucking WrestleMania. Jesus. We'll be there a while. But we'll also be joined by good friend Craig from the Mullet Show to bullshit about why we make W2K19 play like a thousand fucking games. Yeah. That Very sounds excited. fun. Very keen. Oh, yeah. Ghost and the Young and the Wrestlers, too. Nice. Oh, yeah. But until next week, I'm Ryan Betson. I'm Josh Saunders. And that was for the players. There's some energy in there. It wasn't, wasn't too flat. No, it wasn't too bad. Well done. I'm spent, though. Me too. I'm spent. <laughs>